everybody, and welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast. I am your host, Christian. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast this week. Uh, it is a big week this week on the podcast. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to get just get right into it. So let's start off with one news item that came out after the podcast came out last week. And that is that James Wan is teaming up with Universal Pictures for an unknown and untitled monster movie. He is not directing the movie, though, but he is a producer on the project, which is a bit of a bummer, but Juan is still attached, so I'm pretty much still on board. Uh, the movie will be written by Robbie Thompson, a longtime writer and co-executive producer on the CW hit show Supernatural, and is a writer on the upcoming Netflix series, or the current Netflix series, I believe, uh, Cursed, which is a modern-day set reimagining of the King Arthur legend based on a young adult novel. Sources say the story takes its cues from Universal's classic monster legacy and shines it through a modern prism. With shades of Disturbia, the movie will focus on a group of teens who discover that a neighbor is building a monster in his basement, and yes, the monster will get loose. Uh, this came off the heels of the success of, of course, The Invisible Man, and we'll be talking more about the success of The Invisible Man later on in the podcast with one real big movie news item that came out this week. But before we get to all that, but before we get to that, let's move on to the next segment, which is the uh, section of the podcast. I already forgot how to do my own podcast. It is trailer talk. We're going to do some quick trailer talk news. Uh, the first one is Bad Trip. It is a jackass-styled road trip movie. Uh, which stars Eric Andre and Little Ray Harley, uh, I don't know why I said his name weird, uh, as best friends who go on a cross-country road trip full of inventive pranks with real life and unaware audiences. The movie will also star Tiffany Haddish and currently has a release date of April 17th. I say that because if you've been reading the news, obviously you know why. We'll get to that uh, right now as well, real quick. But uh, as for the movie itself, trailer-wise, it looks fine. This movie, I believe, was supposed to come out last year, and for whatever reason, it didn't. Uh, I just kind of got it. Just kind of got pulled from the release schedule for some reason, uh, and it's finally coming out now. It looks fine. I mean, I was never really a big fan of these kind of movies, of the kind of the prank movies or anything like that. It just wasn't my thing. Uh, but uh, you know, you got Eric Andre in there, you got Little Ray Howerly in there, uh, and you got Tiffany Haddish in there. I mean, those are all the three very good people. Uh, so there, there is that to to take into consideration. All right, let's move on to the bigger trailers of the week that came out so far. Uh, so the first one is the new trailer for Disney's Jungle Cruise came out. Uh, that is, of course, inspired by the famous Disneyland theme park ride. Uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson plays a uh, charismatic riverboat captain, while Emily Blunt plays a determined explorer on, the, on a research mission for the Tree of Life. The movie co-stars Jake Whitehall, Jesse Plemons, Edgar Rodriguez, and Paul Giamatti. Uh, the movie will open, it currently has a release date anyway, of July 24th. Uh, this new trailer is uh, really good. It's really funny. Uh, it gives it definitely gives you more of the kind of somewhat Indiana Jones, uh, I'm, I kind of get a romancing of the stone kind of vibe from it too. Um, so I really like it. It gives you a little bit more of the story. You really get the adventure part of it. Um, that's the score that plays in the in the in the movie or in the trailer hopefully plays in the movie because that's a pretty good score from what they from what it was i felt like i recognized it, but i didn't really recognize it. i don't know but uh it's really good I, I really liked it um johnson and blunt look like they have amazing chemistry they're kind of already teasing each other on social media so 
Um, I, I think this really looks really kind of cool. It's one of those movies that I just didn't really expect too much of it. And now that it's almost here, I'm really looking forward to it. So hopefully it uh, hopefully it, um, it delivers. So the next trailer we're going to talk about is the new trailer for Pixar's Soul. Written and directed by Pete Docter, who did, wrote and directed Pixar's other great films like Monsters, Inc., Up, and Inside Out. Soul follows Joe Gardner, voiced by Jamie Foxx, a middle school band teacher and jazz lover who gets a big break to play at a high-class jazz club. Problem is, Joe seemingly dies uh, before he can actually get there and finds himself in a interdimensional plane, uh, as some synopsis are putting it, in a place called You Seminar. Uh, at least from the synopsis wise, they don't really say you seminar in the uh, in the in the trailer or anything like that. Uh, the movie's core will reportedly be about Joel's soul getting an opportunity to commune with the multitude of other souls that are awaiting a chance at consciousness. Um, the trailer is very interesting. Uh, you know, we didn't really know too much about the movie beforehand. Even the teaser that came out uh, a while ago for it didn't really give us too much. So th this trailer gives you a lot more. I feel like it almost gives you a little bit too much, uh, a little bit, at least for me. And I'm not usually one of those guys like, oh, this trailer gave away too much. I don't want to know anything anymore. This trailer did feel like a giveaway, just a little bit too much. Uh, but uh, I think it looked, I like, I think it looks fine. Uh, you know, Pixar is one of those movies where it's like, ah, it was one of those studios where it's like, ah, that's not really going to work. And then you go watch it and it, it just leaves you in a, it just leaves you, you know, fighting back those tears. So I, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm optimistically looking forward to it. Hopefully it turns out good. I mean, there's no reason to really doubt Pixar. Uh, apparently that they really delve deep into what is a soul uh, 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 the concept of a soul before they even started making this. So, uh, hopefully, um, hopefully it turns out good. The voice cast also includes Tina Fey, Questlove, David Diggs, and Felicity, uh, Felicity Rashad, uh, with the original score being done by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. So if that's not enough to get you in to go watch it, uh, maybe it is now. Uh, so will be released on June 19th. Again, hopefully we'll uh, get more into that. A little bit after this uh, and finally the last trailer that came out this week the big one it is the quote-unquote final trailer for marvel's black widow natasha romanoff aka black widow confronts the dark parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises persuaded by a force that will step in nothing to bring her down natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationship left in her wake along uh in the wake long before she became an avenger from the trailers, it looks like the conspiracy uh, looks to be the restart of the Black Widow program uh, that is being watched over by Taskmaster. Uh, the trailer shows a lot of brand new footage, giving us more Florence Pugh's uh, Yelena uh, and everyone already making a bunch of conspiracies, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Natasha's half-sister or sister or Black or program sister, um, uh, the banter between them. I can really I really liked how it opened up with uh, her with Yelena kind of telling uh, Natasha what she tells people about Natasha when now that she's been going but now that she's been gone for so long, uh, Attack Master uh, doing his thing and even copying uh, Black Panther and and Spider Man a little bit and for the uninitiated by the way Taskmaster is a is a character from the comics uh, he's a big band in the comics he can and has taken on the Avengers 
all by himself, uh, mainly because he learns the fighting style of his opponents, and which we see a little bit here in the trailer. Uh, looks like he's looking at, uh, there's that shot of him looking at a big screen. Uh, it looks like maybe security cam footage from the first Iron Man, at least that's kind of what I got from it. Uh, but there is that. Uh, so Black Widow also co-stars David Harbour and Rachel Weisz as the uh, father-mother duo. Um, you have Ray Winstone in there, although we haven't really seen him. So maybe he's going to be voicing someone or they're just keeping him secret from the movie. Or maybe he doesn't even have that big of a role in it. Uh, Ulti Fabini is also in the movie. Uh, he is from uh, The Handmaid's Tale, from what I can remember. Um, and William Hurt is also in there, of course, playing Thunderbolt General... Uh, General Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, I don't think we see him in the tr in this new trailer. Maybe we do. We just get a brief glimpse of him. But uh, he's in there as well. Black Widow opens on May 1st. This is a pretty cool trailer. I really like this trailer. Uh, we get a lot of brand new footage. We see a, like a lot more Taskmaster in here. It's not, you know, the design of the comics like everyone wants. But hopefully that, you know, we play it off. So conspiracy-wise, there's been a lot of stuff coming out from the trailer. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out after the trailer came out. A lot of people making a lot of conspiracies. There's a shot of Yelena attached to a table. And well, at least one of the first ones I saw, she's attached to a table. And a lot of people thought that maybe they would uh, do like a, a facial reconstruction of, of Yelena and have Scarlett Johansson play her from this point forward, which has happened in the comics, which is why people brought it up. Um, there's also conspiracy. Not, maybe not conspiracy. Maybe there's a lot of, um, a lot of room for this to actually be true, uh, that Yelena might die. There's a shot of Yelena and Natasha together in the trailer that looks very somber, uh, with Natasha kind of crying and Yelena kind of looking off in the distance, not really looking at her. So there's that. There's a lot of people saying that maybe, uh, Yelena dies, uh, in the movie and Natasha, uh, either is the one who does it or is the one who, um, gets saved by Yelena, maybe Yelena sacrificed herself, we don't know, uh, there's obviously a lot of conspiracies out there, people always like to pull theories out from the trailers that Marvel releases, and a lot of times those theories are wrong, but we'll see what happens, obviously, this is a long time coming, uh, a Black Widow movie should have happened years ago, uh, that's one of the main things I will agree with, with, you know, all the toxic fandom out there, uh, but, uh, I am looking forward to this, I have been looking forward to this. I know a lot of people are against it, but whatever, it's happening. You don't want to watch it, you don't have to. It's as easy as that. All right, let's move on to this week's quickfire movie news items. And the first one is that Christian Bale, uh, he is going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, early, he was you know, announced to be a part of it earlier this year. Uh, everyone freaked out who would be playing, but Tessa Thompson herself, Valkyrie herself, I should say, uh, did in an interview with uh, ET now, and she revealed that Bay Bale, I should say, not Bay, uh, Bale will be playing the villain, but of course, stop short of revealing who that villain will be. So he is officially on board when they uh, start filming later this year. And Thor: Love and Thunder, by the way, opens next year on November fifth. So there you go. Uh, while promoting his newest movie, Bloodshot, which we'll talk about later on the podcast, Vin Diesel seemingly confirmed that Lionsgate is working on a sequel to his fantasy action film, The Last Witch Hunter. Diesel said that Lionsgate actively is, it, Lionsgate is actively creating a sequel, but didn't confirm if, actually, if it's actually going to happen, or if it's one of those cases where they'll write a script and we'll, they'll see how 
uh, that turns out. So there you go. If you're a fan of The Last Winch Hunter, uh, then maybe getting a sequel to that. Uh, the Man from Toronto finds a new co-lead. Last week we talked about how Jason Statham dropped out of the action comedy movie The Man from Toronto with about two months uh, starts uh, before they start filming or was filming was supposed to start happening. It looks like Sony Pictures worked fast and found the replacement in Woody Harrelson. It appears the reason Statham actually never fully signed on to the project was because he wanted the movie to be rated R, while Sony wanted the PG-13 rating, which is very rare. Like I mentioned, Jason Statham dropping out of a project, really rare, but now we know a little bit of the reason why. Uh, Harrelson now joins Kevin Hart in the movie, which we'll see Harris, uh, Harrelson play the world's deadliest assassin and kevin hart playing a new york screw-up who get their identities crossed while staying at the same airbnb like i mentioned man from toronto the man from toronto will start filming uh in about six weeks five weeks now uh and will open later this year maybe on november 20th next quick fire movie news item disney's live action peter pan movie called peter pan and wendy has found its two leads it will be directed by david laurie who did disney's uh, peach dragon so he's coming back to work with the studio the leads will be alexander uh moloney i think that's how you say his last name and ever anderson there is no confirmation just yet if the movie will go uh the theater routes or if it will jump on the disney plus route but the release is expected to be one that we can see in theaters so Obviously, we'll keep an update on that. Both actors are newcomers to the scene with uh, Molenia. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing his last name right. Having appeared on a few TV series, one of them being on the Disney Junior uh, wing. And Anderson, on the other hand, is actually the daughter of Mila Jovovich and director Paul W.S. Anderson. She appeared uh, in some movies already. Actually, just one, really. Uh, she's actually played the younger version of her mother's character, Alice, in Resident Evil The Final Chapter. And will appear in Black Widow later this year, hopefully, uh, as the young uh, Natasha in the flashbacks. So, there you go. Uh, no word yet on when the movie will go into production, but since there's already uh, two lead actors, it could be sooner rather than later. We'll, we'll see about that. And finally, the last quickfire movie news item is that CinemaCon uh, has been cancelled. The coronavirus, which we'll get more into in a minute, has taken yet another uh, big film gathering uh, in CinemaCon, the annual event where studios and talent come together to showcase what they got coming out for the movie theater exhibitors has been canceled. The event was supposed to take place in Las Vegas at the end of the month, but with no, but that is obviously no longer the case. This comes off the heels of the cancellation of uh, South by Southwest or SXSW for those of you who don't know what what that is uh as well which has left a lot of indie filmmakers to that's usually where a lot of indie filmmakers go to show off their new films that's no longer happening um other film festivals themselves are on the verge of getting canceled or postponed or at least at the very least i i should i should say uh severely limited uh to only a selected few people uh one example already the miami film festival which is which was already uh in process it was already happening it was already going on has been canceled WonderCon, uh which is set to take place on april 10th to the 12th has also been postponed it has not been canceled it's just been postponed but no dates have been given WonderCon obviously uh a lot of the times will have uh movie stuff there and of course the big one san diego comic-con's future is being looked at at the moment uh they of course they run their stuff in july but obviously if this thing you know it really is going to be as serious 
or I mean, it already is serious, but if it gets a little bit more serious, obviously they'll have to probably cancel that as well. Non-movie wise, E3 got canceled this week, uh, which is a huge hit for the video game market and its fans. And uh, also Disney, uh, uh, Disneyland, Disney World, the one in California. Uh, I forget which I always forget which one, which one it is. Uh, they closed as well this weekend uh and just a bunch of other stuff's closing obviously sports wise uh the nhl and uh, the nba they canceled uh, they canceled the season pretty much also all the college sports got canceled uh i think even uh, uh spring training for baseball also got canceled so just it, it's it's a really big it's a really big thing and we'll get more into it because that leads to our movie news items of the week and our first movie news item of the week is the coronavirus causes big films to get delayed the studios are not making light of the situation as they shouldn't we already know that the 25th bond film no time to die was moved from its april release to november the sequel to peter rabbit also got a delay this week i believe that's they pushed it back to like uh, i think maybe august or uh june something like that and they moved it to the summer i should say but the hits just kept on coming so this week, uh, John Krasinski took to Twitter to release a statement that his much-anticipated sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2, which was set to come out next week, uh, has been delayed. Paramount has removed it from the release schedule with no uh, release date being noted. The Hollywood Reporter then noted that the movie's marketing budget had already been spent, which, depending on how, depending on when they release it, could potentially cause a lot of problems. Although I doubt Paramount is willing to lose on a lot more money uh, by not, you know, promoting a Quiet Place Part Two and throwing a few extra million dollars its way. Uh, also from Paramount, the romantic comedy The Lovebirds with Kumail Nanjiani and Asa Ray uh, has been removed from its schedule as well. That was set to come out April third. With the premiere uh, set, what well, well, the premiere was supposed to be at the at uh, the South by Southwest uh, Festival. Uh, quickly, also something else got uh, infect uh, affected by the coronavirus. Uh, the untitled Elvis movie that was going to be directed or that is going to be directed by uh, Baz Luhrmann has been halted due to Tom Hanks testing positive for the virus while vacationing in Australia with his wife. Rita Wilson, who also tested positive, uh, Hanks was set to play Elvis's father in the movie, so that's been uh, halted. And finally, the other big anticipated film uh, uh, for this first half of the year, F9, aka Fast and the Furious 9, has been delayed by Universal for an entire year. So they're not going to release the movie at all this year, they're just going to wait for next year. Originally, the movie was supposed to come out on May 22nd, it will now be released on April 2nd, 2021. This is a big deal, obviously, not just movie wise, just in general, it's it's a big deal. I I applaud Hollywood and movie studios, producers, writers, uh, shareholders. They may not be completely, completely happy about it, but, you know, they have to do it. The health and safety is way more important than 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 anything. Uh, of of people of people that you work for people that you're trying to entertain it is way more important to be on the safe side than put something on do a movie premiere and hope for the best it's it's not i mean with all these closures i mean mulan uh, i can only anticipate that disney may delay the release of mulan which is set to come out at the end of the month and then if they do do that Obviously, the next step would be 
uh, to close down movie theaters. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of countries have already closed down movie theaters. Uh, so, you know, there's the travel bans now. Uh, you know, countries were put on lockdown. Italy was basically put on a lockdown. So this is a big deal. And it, it's not a, you know, apocalyptic end of the world kind of deal that a lot of people are kind of making out to be. Is it a big deal? Yes, it is completely a big deal. You should take it seriously. Uh, don't make light of the situation at all. It is a big deal. But uh, is it apocalyptic? You know, everything has to stop. We have to buy 10 pounds of or 20, 100 pounds of water and toilet paper. Maybe not. Maybe I have. I'm not personally at that level yet. Do I think it's serious? Yes, it is serious. And we should treat it as serious as it is. So I applaud the studios for doing that. Is it a bummer that, you know, a lot of these movies are getting delayed, uh, getting removed from the schedule, getting pushed back? Yeah, it is. It's a it's a huge bummer. But at the same time, health and safety is more important. You don't want to get it or you don't want to get have the risk of getting it. And then if you do get it, passing it on to someone else uh, who doesn't get it. And now that I am have you uh, attached for the CDC thing, get your information from the or from the corona, get your information from the CDC. That's what I'm trying to say. Get your information from the CDC. Get your information from the World uh, Health Organization. Who, uh, to put it, uh, to put it into an abbreviation, uh, get your information from that. As much as you love the media, as much as you love the news, uh, whatever local news station you have, get your information from the CDC and from who, because they are constantly updating it. They are constantly giving you what you need to do, what you should be aware of. Don't go outside in a hazmat suit. It, that if, if if it came down to that, if that was something that they needed to recommend, then yes, I would be right with you. We need to, you know, panic. But it's not at that point yet, guys. So just relax. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next movie news item, which is also a bummer in in another way. It's it's not or end of the world kind of. Uh, movie news on or maybe it is uh in some disappointing news well at least this was the disappointing news at the beginning of the week as opposed to everything that's been delayed and canceled that's been coming out uh here at the end of the week uh it's in, so in this in some disappointing news especially if you're looking forward to it the spawn remake reboot whatever it was has been hit uh has hit a massive road bump this week potentially there's been some conflicting reports although the conflicting report i don't the source of it i don't really trust but to stir the pot, I'll, I'll put it in there. Uh, as creator Todd McFarlane, who is attached to write and direct from the last reports, broke the news in an interview with Shar Yuken, which I think is kind of fun. Uh, the interview had nothing to do with the movie, but the inclusion of the character of as a DCL character in the video game Mortal Kombat 11. So here's what he said, saying, quote, Last week, I got some discouraging news. We had an, uh, an Academy Award winning guy who was going to do it, uh, who was going to do the movie with us, but he fell off. We had people willing to fund the movie as long as he had this guy attached, but schedules were conflicting and things had to change. That's how close we are to getting this thing off the ground. Now, again, conflicting reports, but originally the Academy Award winning guy was most likely Jamie Foxx, although there was no. Uh, although no one is really confirming that it was Fox, there was also word going around Hollywood that it wasn't really Fox, that Fox is attached, maybe he's not attached, there's, I don't know why people are still conflicted on whether or not he's attached or not, but everyone thinks it's Fox. So losing Fox obviously would have been a big blow to the project, especially considering that McFarlane has been working on this version 
uh, this new remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, of Spawn since 2007. Uh, that's how long he's been working on it. It is 2020, by the way. Uh, it does appear that Jeremy Renner, who joined the project back in 2018 to play potentially uh, Detective Twitch, which was a co- which is a character in the comics, is still attached. But uh, in true Hollywood fashion, there was a conflicting report, like I mentioned, from comicbook.com. Again, not the most reliable on movie news, and you should not get your movie news from comicbook.com. But I'll make the exception here, again, to stir the pot. They say that the Academy Award-winning guy was a screenwriter. And here's why it is a conflicting report and why you shouldn't take it seriously. Because screenwriters don't typically have conflicting schedules like actors or directors. So unless McFarlane gave up complete control of his script, uh, which would be a big movie news item because he was very adamant that the reboot that was kicking around for years uh, would be done by him and no one else alone. That would be a really big deal. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with, with that. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man spinoff movie is in the works. A Spider-Man spinoff movie is in the works, I should say. Uh, so Sony Pictures is at it again. Uh, those those rascals, they don't know when to stop. Uh, reports from the rap say that Dis- Sony Pictures... I almost said Disney Pictures. Sony Pictures. I did say Disney Pictures. Um, Sony Pictures has tapped writer Roberto Orchi. Uh, I think they pronounce his last name. Uh, I never know how to pronounce his last name, but I'll just go with Orchi. Is uh, to blah, blah, blah. I heard... To write a brand new uh, Spider-Man spin-off movie set within the new Sony Spider-Verse. Uh, and if you're wondering what the Sony Spider-Verse really looks like, it is movies in co- that include Venom, and of course its sequel coming out, Morbius, and the in-developments may never actually see the light of day movies, uh, Silver and Black, which is the Silver Sable and Black Cat team-up movie, which kept getting delayed until they finally took it off the schedule uh night watch was a which is a uh, timeline jumping anti-hero movie and silk which is one of the female spider-man movies that they've been trying to get off the ground for a couple years now uh orchie was one of the people responsible for the script for the amazing spider-man 2 aka sony's way too ambitious plan to start their own spider-man universe uh his other credits include co-writing mission impossible 3 the first two transformers movies and the rebooted star trek trilogy all of which he co-wrote with his writing partner Alex Kurtzman. He's also had success in the TV department, which shows like Hawaii Five O, Scorpion, Fringe, Alias, and Sleepy Hollow. Uh, I don't know how I feel about a Spider-Man, another Spider-Man spinoff movie. Uh, I maybe it will be good, maybe it won't. I was not the biggest fan of the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I was on that bandwagon of hate. Yes, I'm okay with that, but um, I don't know. Uh, can it be good? Maybe. Maybe we should wait for Morbius. To come out and see how that does. Maybe we should wait to see how Venom 2 does. Uh, there's no word yet on what the possible spinoff could be. You know, there, Maybe he's going to write one of these movies that's, that we just talked about. Like Nightwatch. Maybe there, he's going to take a crack at Silk. Or Silver and Black. Uh, there was that Craven the Hunter spinoff that they were supposedly working on. Or the, you know their own other villain spinoffs. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what they do. But uh, And we're looking forward to it now. No, not really. <laughs> not not uh not really. Uh all right, let's move on to the next movie news item. The reboot to Scream. Yes, they are rebooting Scream. I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast uh when the news came out, but they are rebooting Scream. Uh has found its directors and it lessens the blow a little bit because of who they got 
to direct the movie. Uh, so the Scream reboot will be directed by the Ready or Not directors Matthew Batelli Orpin and Tyler Gillette. Hopefully I pronounced Matthew's name right. Uh, A.K.A. Radio Silence. Uh, Chad Valia, who is the third person in Radio, uh, Radio Silence, will join them uh, as well as producer, just like you did for Ready or Not. Of course, Scream was directed by the late Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. Or Kevin Williams, I should say, not just not Kevin Williamson. Who was I thinking of? Anyway, uh, and followed Sydney Prescott, a.k.a. Uh, AKA Neff Campbell, or played by Neff Campbell, not a.k.a., uh, and her friends who become targets of a mass killer known as Ghostface. The movie became a huge hit for pretty much making fun of the horror genre, uh, although also doing the same things it was making fun of, uh, otherwise known as meta, uh, as what the kids call it these days. Uh, it also rejuvenated the horror genre in the 90s, and it spawned three sequels and a TV series. Uh, no details are currently known about the reboots, uh, story-wise anyway, uh, but with the guys behind Ready or Not, I'm fully on board with this. You know, nothing will touch the first screen movie. Obviously, Wes Craven did a tremendous job with that. Don't get me wrong. But if anyone is going to take over for Craven, I am glad that it's these guys. Uh, no word yet on when the project will get off the ground, uh, as the trio are also working on an untitled Barris-centric horror comedy uh, that is being described as Good Boys meets The Revenant. Uh, that are They are working with that with uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Uh, again, I'm... I was, I, I, it, I'm not as connected to Scream as a lot of other people, but I do really, really like the movie. I get, I get, I love what it's trying to do and I love what it says. It's a really smart horror movie. And again, it came at the perfect time in the nineties, uh, when, you know, the horror genre was just going through this tremendous slump and then Scream came along and, you know, there, you, you hear, especially in the horror community, in the horror community, you have people that say there are horror movies before Scream, and then there are horror movies after Scream. And the some and for the most part, the movies after Scream were not very good either because they were just trying to copy what Scream did, just not as you know well. But uh, you know, I'm for the first Scream, I really like it. The sequels, I'm not the biggest fan of the sequels. I really love the first movie. Uh, I think the first movie is really really great. Uh, and again, when the re when the news came out that there was a reboot coming, I didn't really know how I felt about it. But when the guys behind Ready, Ready or Not, uh, again, it's a smart horror movie, a lot like Scream in that regard. Very different, but a lot in that regard is it's a smart horror movie with characters that you like, with characters that you want to invest in and follow, just like the first Scream movie. So uh, I'm all for this. I'm I'm really excited for this. And if anyone was gonna do those guys, if anyone was going to replace uh, Wes Craven, which they can't, but if anyone was going to take over for Wes Craven, it would, I would gladly have these guys do it. Alright, and finally, the last movie news item of the day. It is horror movie related. The Monster Universe, uh, the Universal Monster Universe lives. Although, not really, we're not really calling it that. It's not really a universe, but maybe sometime in time, maybe... Uh, you never know. It's okay as long as we get good movies, and we need we really need to win right now. So let's 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 just say it's a universe. Uh, so after the success of the Invisible Man at the box office, Universal is now setting its sights on the granddaddy of them all, Dracula. Uh, that's right. They're moving forward and moving very quickly with Universal uh, and Blumhouse having hired a director to do a new Dracula movie, and they had hired uh, Karen Kuwasawa. I hope I pronounced your last name right. 
along with writers Matt Menefredi and uh, Phil Hay. All three have worked together on films like The Invitation and more recently Destroyer, which was led by Nicole Kidman. Uh, Manfredi and Hay also wrote... Um, so they, they wrote, yeah, they, they wrote the movie and, uh, Kurosawa directed it. Uh, Kurosawa also directed, uh, Jennifer's Body. So if you're a fan of that, uh, I'm not a fan of that. I think that's kind of, I don't know, I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I didn't appreciate it. I know Jennifer's Body has gotten a lot of appreciation lately. Uh, it's gotten the recognition it deserves. Maybe I have to go back and watch it, but whatever. Uh, but Dracula, uh, last time Universal put Dracula on the big screen was their Luke Evans-led 2014 movie Dracula Untold. Um, why did I say it weird? Dracula Untold. Uh, why did I say, uh, whatever. Uh, which made over $217 million worldwide for the studio, which ironically also tried to potentially start a universe, but they at least waited to reveal it at the end of their movie and after the movie came out, but, uh, nothing ever came from that because uh, there wasn't enough interest for it. Uh, Blumhouse, uh, head Jason Blum has openly admitted that he would love to take a crack at other universal monsters, like Frankenstein, the mummy, again, because, uh, you know, they messed that up before, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and the Wolfman. He's also um, taking uh, the Blumhouse approach to this, making these movies on a modest budget, making them standalone movies, instead of outright telling you, hey, this is all connected. We're going to put a big old logo that uh, says Dark Universe in, in the beginning of our movie before, you know, you really, you know, watch it and see if you like it and see if you want to go along with the crazy ride. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this, uh, this new Dracula take, you know, after seeing the Invisible Man, uh, Blumhouse, I always thought that Blumhouse should have taken a first stab at a universal, uh, monsters universe. I, I think they're, Approach to everything, you know, modern budgets, uh, you know, not bombastic things, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not against big budgeted, you know, movies, but uh, I think if you really wanted to start a universal monsters universe, I, I think the approach really should have been kind of the Blumhouse approach, you know, doing these movies uh, on a modest budget or even just a scale back budget, you know, you don't need over a hundred million dollars to make these movies and kind of take that approach to it. And now, you know, obviously that the dark universe has failed, uh, and fallen completely on its face and, you know, slid a little bit, uh, you know, they're now taking the approach. Of, okay. We're making these standalone movies. They may or may not be connected. Who knows? But, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, if it's successful enough, we'll maybe somewhere down the line have, you know, a connected tissue. If not, then at least we're getting these great standalone movies. And I really, really like that. Uh, I, you know, am really looking forward to seeing what Blumhouse and these guys can do with Dracula. Uh, I saw Destroyer. It's not a horror movie. It's kind of, it's a, it's a drama. But uh, what she was able to do with that director, uh, the, the, the other director, uh, Kusama, was, was pretty great. Uh, I know Destroyer has a lot of, mixed feelings about it from uh, from the film community but um i know the invitation is one of those movies that people say if you haven't watched give it a try uh i started watching it but i started watching it really late at night so i was a little tired so i kind of fell asleep through it it wasn't the movie's fault it was just really tired so i had to go back and watch the invitation all the way through i know a lot of people love the invitation and uh maybe you know fans will get on board with that and you know, have, uh, have Dracula have its day, 
Jennifer's body, again, when I first saw it, I just, I did not like that movie whatsoever, but again, it's getting this new wave of appreciation, so maybe I have to go back and maybe I'll appreciate it more, who knows, we'll see. But uh, Dracula, I'm really looking forward to this, I think Dracula would be really cool uh, if they do it kind of like they did with uh, Invisible Man, set in, in the present day, or maybe not even too much of the present day, maybe, you know, set it back, you know, during a different time period, that's fine. You know, don't set it, you know, in the medieval ages. Although if you do, maybe they can pull it off. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm not picky, but I just, I really love the Universal Monsters. Um, I loved them as a kid. And I love those old movies, those old black and white movies. So uh, I was always on board with the Universal Monsters universe comeback. It failed me, but uh, hopefully this new take is is what we need. Alright, so those are all your movie news items. If anything drops, uh, I will drop all the new stuff right here. So, here's the part where I uh, bring up all of the movie news items that, uh, you know, after the recording that I, initial recording that I just did. So, uh, some new stuff has come out. Uh, I teased it a little bit in the podcast about how Mulan uh, was the last big movie and that could get moved. Guess what? It just got moved. Uh, Mulan. Disney has uh, pushed back to rele- the release date of Mulan, which was supposed to come out at the end of the month, uh, which was uh, March 27th. Uh, ironically, on my birthday. Uh, but uh, that's no longer happening, so they pushed that back. Uh, also pushed back our, our, our um, the Guillermo del Toro produced Antlers, which was supposed to come out on April 17th. And the long-delayed New Mutants, which was supposed to come out on April 3rd. New Mutants just can't catch a break, man. They, they just can't catch a break at all. So, uh, Disney is looking for new release dates for all the movies that they're pushed back so far. None have been given out so far. So, uh, yeah. Um, I teased it, and I, I spoke it into the world, and it happened. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my doing. It, it was obviously going to happen. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that's uh, that's pretty big. So, that pretty much leaves March as a dead zone. There is no more new movies coming out in March, and there are also no, uh, no more new movies coming out for uh, the beginning of April. You know, uh, it's it's just it's really just weird that that is uh, kind of how it's going to be now. So just to give you an idea, like I mentioned, the, the rest the rest of March is gone. So Quiet Place to Mulan, uh, April third, what the Lovebirds, which we talked about, how that got moved. New Mutants also got moved. Uh, so the week after that, uh, the 10th is the A24 film St. Maud. Uh, there was also the, uh, Trolls World Tour movie that was supposed to be coming out. Uh, so that's April 10th. Uh, the 17th, just, just by a quick look, Antlers got delayed. They moved that, uh, The Secret, which is based off the book, I guess, uh, was supposed to come out on the 17th, uh, Promising Young Woman, uh, which is a new movie by Carrie Mulligan. That's still scheduled to come out on the 17th. Uh, My Spy, which was supposed to come out this week, but they pushed it back to the 17th of April for some reason. Uh, And that movie's been pushed around on the release schedule a lot. Uh, So who knows if that's going to come out. And then uh, the 24th, uh, pretty much, if they just decide to move all the movies in April, that only leaves in the 24th, that leaves just two movies left, which is Bad Tripped, which we just talked about earlier, and Antebellum which uh, we haven't really talked a lot about on the podcast, but uh, that's the new uh, Janelle Molay movie where she's probably, looks like she's presumably stuck in two different time periods. So there is that. And then if that's the case, then all these movies get, you know, the, the next potentially big movie to come out because of the virus would be Black Widow, which is May 1st. So there's that. To cons- and that's already the summer movie season, 
which, you know, if they decide, you know, again, if they were like, okay, we're going to finally release all these movies, they put them in the summer or God forbid they, you know, wait a year to release them. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, if they need to wait a year to release them, then fine, let do that. But this is big. And again, if, if they're moving so much stuff at this point, everything that's going to be left in a the movie theater is old movies. And at that point, who's going to keep wanting to go to the movie theater? They're just going to shut them down. That can be the next logical step. So there you go. That's, that's what I wanted to add. Uh, I spoke it and I released it to the world. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's releases. And the first, uh, we have uh, quite a few. Actually, no, we only have three movies coming out this week. Uh, we were supposed to have four, but one of them got moved uh, at the end. But uh, so the limited release this week is I Still Believe. It is the true life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Uh, the movie stars K.J. Apa, who I believe is Archie on Riverdale. I could be wrong about that. Uh, Burt Robinson also stars Shania Twain and Gary Sinise also star in the film. That's It's not for me. I'll just say it. It's not for me. Uh, but there you go. I still believe. Uh, in your wide releases this week, we have two. We have The Hunt and Bloodshot. The Hunt, uh, of course, about 12 strangers that wake up in a clearing. Don't know where they are, how they got there. But in the shadow of the dark internet conspiracy theory, ruthless elitists gather on a remote location to hunt humans for sport. But their master plan is about to be derailed with one of them. Uh, one of the hunted, Crystal, played by Betty Gilpin, turns the tables on her pursuers. Emma Roberts, Justin Hartley, Ike uh, Baron Holtz, and Hilary Swank also star in the movie. This movie, of course, very controversial. Even though it didn't come out at first, everyone just, yeah, when they heard about what the movie was about, they were like, we don't want that released. Uh, or at least some people said they didn't want that released, and then they didn't release it. And now they're releasing it, uh, and they used that conspiracy, that, uh, that hate for the movie to their advantage, to their marketing, and it worked. <laughs> Surprisingly, it worked. Of course, now, unfortunately, with everything going on, like the coronavirus, people may not actually go watch the movie anymore. The movie is getting some mixed reviews, uh, uh, so there is that to consideration as well. You know, the director and the writer, Damien Lindelof, was one of the writers in the movie, you know, he came out and flatly said, you know, this movie is all about the absurdness of it all. It's not to be taken seriously. Just go in and know that it's absurd. We know it's absurd. It plays on the absurdity. So if you do end up going to watch it, just just know that. Uh, so there's The Hunt for you. And the second movie is, of course, Bloodshot. It is directed uh, or it is about it is based off of I can't talk now it is based off of the comic book series Bloodshot of the same name the synopsis after he and his wife are murdered Marine Gary uh, Ray Garrison uh, is resurrected by a team of scientists enhanced with nanotechnic uh, nanotechnology he becomes a superhuman biotech killing machine named Bloodshot as Ray first trains with his fellow super soldiers he, he cannot recall anything from his former life but when his memories flip back and he remembers the man that killed both him and his wife he breaks out of the facility to get revenge only to discover there is more to the conspiracy than he thought vin diesel stars in the movie of course playing ray garrison uh guy pierce also stars in the movie along with sam uh Huhan, i think say i don't know how to pronounce his name uh he's the guy from outlander uh i know everyone's like that's not his like say his name i know all right i don't know how to pronounce his name uh, Isaac Gonzalez uh, also appears in the movie. Lamar Morse and Toby Kibble also star. Uh, the movie also getting mixed reviews at the uh, from the critics, but uh, from what I can see, most of them are slightly positive. A lot of people were saying that you know it's just one of those you know fun movies and you can go watch. It's an, so 
There is that. I don't remember reading any Bloodshot comics. I knew of the character. I, I knew what he looked like. I never read anything. I didn't. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I knew who he was. I knew. I knew what he looked like. I just didn't know his name. So I knew what the character looked like. I just didn't associate him with any comic books. I didn't. I, I just didn't read any Bloodshot. But um, this is kind of cool. Bloodshot was supposed to start a uh, cinematic universe with the other uh, comic book that it's related to. I believe it's called Harbinger or something like that. Uh, but Sony Pictures let go of the rights to the other comic book stuff. So I'm kind of looking forward to this. It's just it's Men Diesel. You know, it's just going to be a dumb, fun action movie. Why not? Let's, let's just go ahead. Just, you know, let's go watch. All right. Uh, that's it, everybody. So, your uh, again, your wide releases are Bloodshot and The Hunt, and your limited release is I Still Believe. If you do go out to the movies, just be careful. You know, be mindful. Uh, obviously, wash your hands. If you need to wipe down the surfaces, no one's going to blame you. Just, you know, if you go to the movies, just be safe. Uh, be smart. And don't freak out too much. Okay. That's it, everybody. That's all the movie news items I got for you guys. Thank you guys so much for... Uh, tuning into the podcast this week i really i very much appreciate it you guys are awesome you guys are great uh i don't know how much i'll have to record afterwards uh i'm recording this day before uh because work is um, a little crazy right now but uh obviously with, not, not because of the coronavirus just it's just a little crazy uh a lot of people are are uh are out because of conferences and stuff and now they're all coming back because uh the conferences have been canceled so it's a whole thing we'll see how that happens but for the most part uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, so just keep an eye out on the Twitter page. I am updating that, especially now with everything going on. Uh, it's a lot more easier to get the news out, news out especially with uh, everything going on. So I will be using the Twitter page a lot more. Uh, that is linked down below at the description slash show notes area, along with everything else that you guys need. Personal Twitter, personal Instagram are down there as well. What else is down there? Uh, the YouTube link, Stitcher link, YouTube, all the... the previous ones are going to go up right now so there's a little bit of a backlog on that i apologize but uh yeah so youtube and uh an apple podcast uh that's it everybody thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week like i mentioned i appreciate it you guys are great you guys are awesome uh and everything you guys need is down below all the links to the trailers are also down below as well so you guys can go all check that out uh make sure to go check out all the links that are down there additional links that are down there as well so that's it uh thank you guys so much be safe, be smart, wash your hands of everything. And the fact the fact that we even have to tell people to wash their hands now is utterly absurd. That is like, what, what were you doing beforehand? Really, honestly. Uh, anyway, disgusting. And I, I actually, I was in the bathroom earlier today and someone walked out without washing their hands and I really wanted to say something, but I was washing my hands and I didn't want to stop. So just... Wash your hands. Be safe. Be smart. Again, don't listen to everything. Just, you know, get your information from the source, like the CDC and who. And uh, and yeah, that's it. All right. I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop being an, an old cranky man uh, and let you guys go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast again this week. Hopefully, we'll uh, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, that's it. Have a, good, uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Be safe. Be kind. Be good people. And as always, go Go watch some movies.